0: When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players. They have a great organization and you tell
1: them one thing. Just win, baby. <laughs>
0: welcome to another episode of the just blog baby podcast i'm your host dylan park and joining me as always is the editor-in-chief of just blog baby nick jeltness and our resident twitter guru ryan lopes fellas how have you been doing we had a long layoff
1: yeah we got uh, a yeah, long layoff like you said been a few weeks since we uh since we recorded myself though your boy is on the injury report i'm a uh, I'm battling a, a viral infection. I was I was questionable. I was questionable for the podcast. Oh, no. but, you know, I, I showed up here. I'm playing through it. You know, I can dig it, man. I'm 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 over here dodging
2: viral infections, man. I'm I'm coming down with a little bit of something, but yeah, I get the I get the text from Nick. I get the text from Dylan. So here we are.
0: Cool, cool. I mean, I'm over here directing rap videos, so I got no complaints. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we get rolling. Uh, Let's start with a question from Twitter. Uh, Nick, you're being called out by one of our staff writers. writers. Uh Uh-oh. Gagan? Is that his name? Yeah, Gagan. Gagan? Uh, That's actually a tight name. But anyways, uh, he wants to know why you continually make him out to be the Just Blog Baby villain. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know what i i didn't choose i didn't choose him to be the jbb villain the people chose him so let's <laughs> let's just get that clear when you put articles out there you know why the team should end the Alden Smith experiment people are gonna be upset you know just comes with the territory <laughs> so I, I think he's uh, embraced the villain role nicely he's got i think a couple more in the works
0: we uh we still have followers that want Alden Smith on the team
1: uh probably like ninety percent of them really <laughs> now most most people yeah most people want to keep him it goes that way when he's on your favorite team you want to keep him but like if he was a niner still like everyone would say ban him from the league forever but <laughs> you know he's on our team and we want him
0: we we gave dude a chance dude is a bum let's move on <laughs> um anyways reggie uh i almost said reggie miller Whew. uh Re, it's been it's been a while guys
2: been that long
1: layoff bro <laughs> we arrested uh,
0: reggie mckenzie is going to have a uh, quite a bit to do this offseason. Uh, one of the first things on the list will be deciding which players under contract should be cut. Uh, let's take a look at Oakland's potential cap casualties and try to predict who stays and who goes. Um, we'll start with the most obvious potential cap casualty. That's Sean Smith. Over the cap says that uh, there would be a $4.25 million in dead money and $5.25 million in savings if he's cut. Uh, SportTrack says the full $9 million would be saved with no dead money. Either way, Nick, what do you think happens with Sean Smith?
1: I think to the dismay of, of most of Raider Nation, Sean's going to be back probably regardless of what that dead money hit actually is. Um, I saw something that if he's cut before the third league day, then the dead money doesn't take effect. And then I've seen it the opposite way, too. So it's kind of up in the air there. But again, regardless, I think Sean's going to come back. Um, I, I feel like Marcus Robertson was uh, chosen as the scapegoat. And they'll give Sean another chance in 2017. Perhaps, if anything, maybe just a contract restructure. Um, but I, I fully expect him to uh, to be back next season.
0: Ryan, what do you think is going to happen with Sean Smith?
2: Yeah, man. Everyone knows that I I hate our secondary, man. So, uh, so I mean, but re- regardless, I I have to agree with Nick. I think uh, I think I think Marcus Marcus Robertson probably took the bullet for for Sean and and David Emerson and everyone else on this one. But uh, I mean, I think I, I think Reggie's going to give him kind of the benefit of the doubt. Maybe you know, give him another season to kind of, I guess, get acclimated or something like that, man. It's just it it, it just it just kind of. It's kind of frustrating looking for the right I guess we it excuse knowing the knowing the kind of money and stuff that they were handed but um, you know given that regardless it looks like uh, you know to, to to the dismay of many as as Nick alluded to I imagine Sean Sean Smith will be back
1: yeah maybe with Pagano coming back or being on on the staff now someone that has done pretty well with secondaries in the past um, you know I think maybe that's another reason why they'll, they'll keep him around and, and the fact remains too that the that he was just completely misused all season. So perhaps if uh, they can figure out how to use him right, which is in press coverage, you know, the, he won't be so awful next year. We'll see. So, yeah, a few reasons why I think he'll definitely be back.
0: Next up is uh, Sean Smith's DB buddy, David Amerson. The Raiders would save $7 million with one point five in dead money if he gets let go. Ryan, you were pretty critical on Amerson uh, most of the season, what happens with him.
2: I think it's uh unfortunately more more of the same. I mean I, I mean R- Reggie obviously showed uh, a a good bit of faith and 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 ponied up and handed him a, a decent bit of decent bit of cash. So uh I, I have a hard I mean R- Reggie's been quick to kind of correct mistakes before and kind of and kind of move on. This one this one feels feels a bit different. I think McKenzie might have a bit of a hard time evaluating cornerbacks like, I mean I, I guess maybe we'll we'll kind of get get into that down the road here as 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 we talk into talk talk about draft and, and, and position groups and stuff like that. But um, I think for better or for worse, again, uh, I'm not saying that his eggs are in one basket, but uh, I imagine maybe it might be hard for Reggie to kind of, after the whole DJ Hayden thing and then seeing how the Sean Smith thing is going, I mean, it might it might be hard to kind of take all these <laughs> to take all these L's at once so I, I imagine again for better or for worse Amerson gets another shot at this thing uh I mean hopefully hopefully at least there's there's some help coming either in free agency or the draft where you can at least slot someone that's ready to kind of maybe jump in at some point behind either Smith or, or or Amerson this season
0: all right let's move back a spot in the secondary uh safety position Reggie Nelson he was a pro bowler uh but he had an up and down season. <laughs> uh the Raiders would save 6 million by letting him go, no dead money. Nick, what do you think ha- happens with old man Nelson?
1: I think we're going to go 3 for 3 here in terms of uh these guys staying on board. Um so I don't think I don't think Reggie's going anywhere. Um I mean the safety class isn't that strong. Um there's a, maybe three or four names that stand out. So I'm not sure that you know, the safety of the future alongside Carl Joseph is going to be found here. Uh, plus Reggie was elected a, a team captain. Um, so I think maybe the team and the coaching staff sees more value in him than, you know, what is on the field, um, you know, with his leadership and, you know, being a mentor to, to Carl Joseph and whatnot. So yeah, I think, uh, I think Reggie comes back too.
0: Ryan, uh, the Raiders taking Reggie out to pasture.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to actually go ahead and, and,
2: and disagree with Nick a little bit. Yeah. I, I I rather like this this incoming safety class. I think there's about three, four, five names you could you can maybe peg to to Oakland in the in the first few rounds. Um, all of which would, in my opinion, be a an immediate upgrade over over Reggie Nelson. You know, I I kind of again have been outspoken um against Reggie Nelson. Yeah, he's got the interception numbers and the dudes in my mentions constantly remind me of the interception numbers, the Pro Bowl appearance and stuff like that. I will say that I do agree with Nick. I think um I think he he does bring that, you know, that cliché veteran presence and I imagine he's probably well liked, uh you know, in the locker room and, and and all that good stuff. That's probably probably about all he's got going for him right now at this point in his career. He's playing like his age and you really can't fault him for that. I mean, it it, it was kind of it was maybe lofty. We we had some lofty expectations thinking he was going to look like uh, you know, Cincinnati Reggie. So, um, I, I do think that Reggie Nelson is going to get replaced. Um, again, keeping, keeping Emerson, keeping Smith, but I, I, I do see, uh, the Raiders moving on from, uh, from, from Reggie this offseason.
0: On the defensive line, uh, Big Dan Williams disappointed in 2016. The Raiders would save four and a half million if they cut him. No dead money. Ryan, what's happening with Big Fat Dan?
2: That's just the thing, man. There was a lot of, uh, there, there was a lot of talk about about big Dan coming into camp you know obviously a little bit a little bit over overweight out of shape whatever the case may be and for the most part he, he looked and and played like that throughout the season. Unfortunately for Oakland um they need all the help they can get on the on the on the defensive line especially up up the middle um with that said i much like nelson i could see dan williams easily being being shown the door especially if you know mckenzie opts to you know address the defensive line early um you know in, in the draft or if there's if there's a name in free agency that might tickle his
0: fancy so to speak yeah nick what do you what do you think
1: I definitely agree pretty much on all all counts there. I think Dan is going to be the most notable cut that the Raiders make this offseason. Um, you know, like Ryan said, he showed up to camp out of shape and he basically played like that all season, which is a far cry of where he was the the season before that, where he was, you know, probably the second best defender on the team the year before that. And he just had such a huge drop off last year. Um, and then you got to consider too the other guys that are in the mix, Stacey McGee, Darius Latham, Mario Edwards Jr. is going to be in the mix there, Justin Ellis, so, um, you know, the, the Raiders have some guys to where, you know, if Dan is showing the door, I don't think they'll really miss him that much. And uh, and $4.5 and is a, a nice chunk of change. So I, I think he'll be uh, showing the door. Uh,
0: along with Sean Smith, Austin Howard might be the player that most of the fan base wants to see let go. Uh, but there's a $2.8 million dead money hit if they cut him this season, uh, $3.6 million in savings. So it's almost a wash. Nick, what do you think happens with Austin Howard?
1: I think uh, unfortunately he is going to be back next season as well. Um that dead money hit, it's just it's too much I think to take on for McKenzie. Um especially with Manulik Watson being a free agent. I th- I think probably what's going to happen here is they let Manulik walk, uh bring back Howard, you know, it's it's basically the the way that makes the most financial sense to go about this. Um hopefully that doesn't mean Austin Howard's going to be the starting re- right tackle next season. You know, maybe the, one of the young guys like Alexander can, you know, perhaps take over the reins or, you know, find someone in free agency or the draft that can handle it. Uh, but, you know, regardless, I think Howard is going to be back at the very least as as the backup right tackle.
0: Ryan, what do you got on Austin Howard?
1: Yeah, I think uh, Nick and I might have went back and
2: forth uh, on <clears throat> on the timeline a month or so ago about about Austin Howard's fate uh you know shortly after the season ended there was a, there was a report that surfaced actually it might have been Austin Howard himself tweeting tweeting a picture of him in a, in a in a in a sling you know um so i guess the report was that he played injured for a majority of the season i don't know you know a dozen games or more whatever the number was um so again uh, going back to someone like Sean Smith, given the benefit of the doubt, I could see kind of this, a similar, you know, a similar stance being 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 taken on, on someone like Austin Howard. Obviously, playing through an injury for a majority of the season, s- stuff like that, um, you know, is is regarded really highly amongst you know his peers, his teammates, whatever the case may be. Um, and again, I, I always go back to what uh, what what Raiders analysis our our, our good buddy Teddy said. Uh, Austin Howard, uh, by by all accounts, is a serviceable right tackle it's just you know it's just so happens he's playing in the, in the in the afc west obviously things aren't getting easier but um you know again i i i do agree with nick i think menelik watson is probably showing the door austin howard's kept on board um not to say that he's the starter but i, I imagine that he probably is is the name that they're, they're going to keep around and try to maybe see if they can get another healthy healthy run out of him
0: speaking of right tackles we've got a question from twitter uh Twitter follower at Donald day one two nine wants to know if Rick Wagner from the Ravens will be high on Reggie's free agent list. Nick, what do you know about this one?
1: I don't think uh Wagner he's a quality he's a quality young player nice right tackle uh, I just don't think he'll be all that high on on the free agent priority list. Um, we actually, if anyone wants to know a little bit more about Wagner, we have an article up on the site by uh, one of our writers, uh, Gil Herme uh, Bronte, so it's pretty good. Uh, but with that being said, I think four of the five starters already being free agents on the offensive line. Um, I don't uh, I don't see them continuing to invest even more money in free agency um, on the offensive line. If anything, I think it's going to be the draft where, uh, where we look for the right tackle of the future. So probably going to be a, a pass on this one.
0: Now, we know that Reggie uh, pinches those pennies. Uh, The Raiders have several more players on smaller contracts that could be in uh, jeopardy of losing a roster spot. We got guys like Taiwan Jones, Keith McGill, Ben Heaney, uh, Ball specifically. There's no dead money hits on Taiwan and small dead money hits on the others. All minimal savings. Um, But out of those four, who stays and who goes? Ryan, you start.
2: I think Taiwan is still, um, is still you know a standout on on special teams. I know he was regarded as one of the best gunners, if not the best gunners, uh, you know across the league. Um, I don't think that's changed too much, so I imagine he gets some gets some special team coin coming his way, whatever the case may be. Uh, Keith McGill's bad man. He's been bad. It was it, it was a reach in the fourth round whenever whenever we drafted him a couple years ago. Nothing's nothing's changed. Uh, I imagine Oakland moves on from him. Uh, Ben Heaney. I I'm I'm not I'm I'm very curious to see what happens with Ben Heaney, man. I mean, for for us the fans, I guess it's really easy to say that this this dude obviously was a a bit of a bum. I mean, he didn't he didn't look too hot when he when he had kind of the opportunity to kind of jump on the starting role, uh, unfortunately. Um, so I think for most of us to be a cut, I wouldn't be surprised. Just knowing that Reggie, you know, needs the depth, I wouldn't be surprised if someone like Ben Heaney is back. Um, and and ball i know ball's more or less a, a fan favorite uh kind of showed showed some flashes just unfortunately for him couldn't couldn't hasn't been able to to stay healthy um so again for, for speaking for, for for the fans a majority of us i, I guess i would I, I would imagine most of them want to see ball back Heaney walk but I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's if it's vice versa
1: yeah, it's tough out of out of that group before. I've I've kinda gone back and forth myself trying to think about, you know, who's gonna stay and who's gonna go out of that group. Uh, Taiwan, I think a lot of fans are kinda over him, but At the same time, a lot of fans really overlook special teams contributions, which is where Taiwan definitely excels. Um, So I can definitely see him uh, being brought back. He only has, I believe, a $1.15 million salary. So even if they do cut him, that's not a ton of savings. They probably value what he brings to the table more than that. Um, so I think he'll probably will be back Keith McGill yeah he's awful he's a bad safety but he turned out to be pretty good on special teams as well and he's going to be entering the final year of his contract anyway so they might just keep him around let him ride out that final year that way they don't take on any any dead money hits and and then let him walk after the year Um, Heaney like Ryan said that's the one I'm most curious about just because I really don't think there's there's any use for him he's awful linebacker and he really didn't contribute very much on special teams i would just cut bait and the experiment there and Neron ball probably the same thing i mean he flashed for a couple of games and you know the season before last but just can't stay healthy um you know if you can't stay healthy you can't stay on the field you know that roster spot probably going to go to someone else so you know i wouldn't be surprised if uh you know maybe taiwan and mcgill come back maybe cut the linebackers and, and try to try to retool that that whole position
0: We've got a uh, Twitter Twitter mailbag question about linebackers here. Uh, tpojabroni80 wants to know. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a great username actually. Um, but Jabroni wants to know uh, if this is the year that we finally find a linebacker that can cover tight ends, uh, either in free agency or their draft. Maybe, Nick, what do you think?
1: I hope so, man. I I can't handle another year of this. Of just letting the CJ Fedora which is of the world just go <laughs> off on us. I can't do it. Um but you know, with that being said, I don't I don't really see many studs in, in coverage uh from the draft class. Um it, it's hard to find that. And I don't think free agency is gonna provide a solution either. So unless someone like Corey James can step up or if Mackenzie can find a gem in a mid or late round, um, you know, it might be another season where you know, where we get killed by, by tight ends. So
0: Jayon Brown, man. Yeah. C L A. There
1: you That's go.
2: That's the
0: boy. Pick him up. What round does he go in? Oof.
2: I mean, I kinda like him, uh I kinda like him as early as maybe the fourth or fifth. Um, shout out to the homie Jim Jim Colber, man. Always, always, always digging for the uh for the uh, gems and and passing along the the good word
1: yeah, okay, we'll, have to, okay. we'll have to have coburn on at some point but yeah like someone like that you know I, i'm all for us drafting maybe two or even three linebackers i mean we probably need one in the outside or even two and another one on the inside so gotta throw a couple darts at the dartboard and, and hope mm-hmm. something open six basically
0: all right let's just talk about the elephant in the room here i don't ever want to hear this dude's name ever again <laughs> uh alden smith Yuck, huh? In in trouble again. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean, do you think this incident uh, affects his pending reinstatement? I mean, of course it does. But Ryan, what what happens?
2: So, so the charges, so the latest charges against Alden Smith. For those who don't know or choose not to read into that sort of stuff, is are, are domestic violence. Related. Um. Again, d de- I, I haven't personally seen the details. I know the last tweet I saw was a few days ago, where they said investigation was ongoing. Alden and uh, the female acquaintance, or whoever she is, are you know, everyone's cooperating. So, um, I, I I will say a couple things. First of all, uh, obviously I want Alden Smith on the roster. I want him to succeed. Um, but at the same time, kind of like Dylan was was alluding to, and 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 other fans who I'm sure voice the same opinion. At this point, uh, you know, enough's enough. Um. You know, to to me, I'm kind of I'm kind of I'm kind of just numb to it all. You know, if he's if he's here, great. If he's not, it it really doesn't matter to me either way. Um, And and the only thing I do want to add to that is that if these charges, um, you know, if they really are domestic violence related um, or they stick in any manner, you know, way, shape or form, whatever the case may be um it, there's no question obviously he's he's done in oakland uh plenty of us have talked about consistently you know obviously mark davis's stand on domestic violence the raiders are one of uh the very few teams uh which is kind of sad to say the raiders are one of the few teams that truly stick by uh you know that 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 dv policy and have a complete zero zero tolerance policy on it so um if those charges do come up you know you know and and and, and they stick and alden's found uh you know Guilty, whatever the case may be. Uh, his his time in Oakland is is, is definitely done.
0: Let's say uh, let's say he gets reinstated, though. <clears throat> I mean, I don't think it's going to happen. But let's say he does. What is Alden's standing with the team? I mean, like Ryan just alluded to, it's probably finished. There's a, a 1.75 million uh, dollars. Like I guess there's 1.75 million in savings. No dead money, um, Nick. Is it time to end the Alden experiment or should the Raiders see it through?
1: I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of up in the air on this one, at least myself as to, as to what I would do or what I, I would want. Um, I mean, I think it really depends probably what happens with this investigation. I think a lot of times these stories come out and everyone's pretty quick to judge these days. It's kind of guilty before proven innocent, especially when you got a reputation like, like Alden does. But it's probably fair just to you know let the the facts play out I guess if you will see what really happens here um, if it's nothing that that's too serious if it's maybe just an argument that escalated as long as there wasn't you know anything physical that happened there I could definitely see the Raiders probably just seeing seeing this one through to the end um, seeing that investment through I mean they've waited this long he hasn't played since November of 2015 um, and he really hasn't been in too much trouble since he signed here he had that that uh, the Periscope video allegedly allegedly allegedly, <laughs> yeah, we got to throw that out there, and then you know, and then this. So he's really more so just dealing with with repercussions from from the past. Um, so I, I could see the team seeing this one through to the end.
0: It's been a it's been a few weeks since we recorded an episode and the last time we talk, or since the last time we've talked. Vic from uh, SF Chronicle said that he doesn't expect the Raiders to bring back Latavius Murray uh and other reports have kind of supported that. So Ryan's probably jumping for joy over there. <laughs> um Ryan, uh, what do you think happens now?
2: Get him out of here, man. Get him out of <laughs> here. I'm, I'm t- no no listen, uh Murray for, for for as harsh as I've been, obviously, uh you know, I've said it a couple times during the season, uh he look like an improved back for whatever that's worth worth, but at the end of the day again, you're not paying Uh, you know, for me, you're not paying a a back of his caliber. Um, again, I, I fully expect him to cash in some DeMarco Murray, Doug Martin type money. Uh, and that's just way too much money in, in my opinion for kind of what he brings to the table. Um, uh, so yeah for me man i'm i'm excited to see mckenzie kind of weighing his options and 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 you know whether it's the draft or or free agency and again today uh you know obviously we got the news of of two uh, household type names being being let free so i'm sure you know raiders twitter and the timeline in general is is a buzz so it should be it should be an interesting offseason in that regard
1: I mean, I like I like Latavius. I'm I'm on record as, as saying that I don't I don't think he's a fantastic back by any means. But I think most are overly uh, critical of him. With with that being said, if if he does get Lamar Miller money or Doug Martin money uh, from a bad team, especially I think is what's probably going to happen here. I mean, I'm I'm not touching that if it's four years 28 million with half of it guaranteed or something like that that would put him you know in the top 10 or top 7 or maybe even higher than that i don't think mckenzie is even you know getting in that same ballpark um so i i think latavius is done as a raider because I, I do think he's going to get a, a handsome contract from from someone out there i mean the free agent class is flat out awful and he's going to be by far the best back in there you know levy on bell with standing who you know isn't going to get out of pittsburgh so yeah, that's my my two cents on that. Yeah, I
0: think they uh, just hit hit a uh, Le'Veon with the franchise tag, right?
1: Oh yeah, I did, yeah. So okay, he's not going anywhere.
0: So uh, let's take another question from Twitter. F. 2 wants to know if possible free agent swap of Latavius for Eddie Lacy is a good idea, and if Deshaun Jackson coming back to the Bay uh, to play for the Raiders with Derek Carr on a cheaper deal might work. Ryan, you can take this one.
2: Man, Eddie, uh, or, uh, fat, fat Eddie, man. I mean, it's been, he, he, he looked like, like a top five or 10 back uh, early on in green Bay. And then, um, we we have all seen the photos of of uh, of him kind of as the off seasons have kind of <laughs> progressed and stuff like that. And and I know my one, one of my favorite moments on Twitter was dudes that were digging up his old like Chinese food type tweets from back oh, in the day, that was, man. That, they, that was they, so funny. <laughs> they kept they kept putting those up on the timeline on Sundays, man. But yeah, I think my I think my man Eddie has a bit of a bit of an eating problem or whatever the case may be. I know I know he was big on the P ninety X last last off season. It looked like looked like he was. He was doing OK. Um, I know a lot of fans, man, they want you know, they want the quote unquote power back. They want the big back or whatever. Um, for me, I'm, I'm I'm passing on 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 Eddie Lacey. I think we could find that that option, uh, you know, in, in in the draft at some point. Um, and then in in, re, in regards to, to Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Jackson would easily be one of it, it is easily one of my favorite uh, free agents and 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 at the way top of my list um all the rumors and kind of you know musings that I've heard right now i think i think he's almost i won't say a lock to Tampa bay, but i kind of in my opinion i think that's that that's where he's gonna end up um I'm not so sure it's about the money for to sean I imagine he's gonna he's still gonna get paid, but um I just think that he's got a little connect with uh you know with with Jameis and and Mike Evans down there. um Not to say that he's gonna completely shun or, sh- or, sh- or shut the door to Oakland. I'd just be curious if Mackenzie pursues him again, or if he ever pursued him to, to begin with,
1: you know. So just real quick on uh, on Fat Eddie, <laughs> can you guys imagine if, if this dude was was living here? How how big you would get? I mean, think about how much good food is in Oakland, San Francisco, oh, yeah. the, the Bay Area in general. It's a uh, we saw what happened to uh, to that one certain quarterback that got almost to three hundred pounds. Um, yeah, it, it's it's going to be Walrus. it's going to be no different. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's going to be not, not much different for Eddie if you. I
0: care. mean, to be fair. They only eat cheese in fucking Wisconsin, so you know what I mean? dude. sitting around eating. Boy, got
2: to come out here get some salad or yeah, something Yeah, get Yeah, like right? get
0: some kale. Those white girls will hook him up.
2: Quinoa. <laughs> Do like quinoa or something. <laughs> that's that's SoCal. He's got to go to the Rams for the, that. Uh, the acai bowls
0: or whatever they're called. <laughs>
2: there you go. There you go. Uh, there you go. He gets some that in his life. Exactly,
0: yeah. Looking at this yeah, those, th- those are good. <laughs> Let's take a look at this uh, free agent class. Uh, there's a ton of running backs. You guys see McKenzie potentially looking at uh nick who do you think the raiders got
2: nick you gotta you gotta you gotta talk about the 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 peterson and and jamal charles news today man
1: yeah so for free agency i I really don't see much happening here the before before today's news i think like garrett blount and isaiah crowell were probably the two names to look out for but even them i I just don't see happening yeah the the big news here is going to be adrian peterson and jamal charles who uh are both going to be free agents, and uh, I, I put out a little poll, or not necessarily a poll, just a question, like a yay or nay. Do you want to see Adrian Peterson as a Raider? And it's it's a legit fifty fifty split. Wow. Um. So yeah, I wanted to, wanted to get your guys' two cents on that, and then I'll, I'll I'll throw in my two cents at the end. So Ryan, what do you think, AP? Yes yeah, or no? I would, you going with that? I've
2: been I've been kind of I've been kind of going back and forth all day ever since ever since. The news broke, man. I've been I was sitting at my desk at the office, man. Fucking drinking tea and 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 and, and getting these getting these <laughs> getting these one forties off. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy to me how many people legitimately uh, dislike, you know, Adrian Peterson and Jamal Charles for that for that instance. Um, again, for me, I'm not advocating that Reggie go out of his way to sign either of them um i just think if the money is right and and for me right is somewhere you know uh, just a one year prove it type deal uh you know um uh, minimal money you know whatever that number may be nothing nothing extravagant uh but i think if you get either one on a one year deal for me i'm i'm leaning towards Jamal Charles more so than than um than Adrian Peterson. But I think you get either of these kids on a one year, not kids. I mean, well, both of them are 30, 30 plus <laughs> at this point, but you get, you, you get either of these dudes on a one year type prove a deal. It could be, it could be interesting, you know, especially if, you know, McKenzie doesn't opt to, you know, kind of answer the question uh, in, in in the draft. So again, I, I don't want to see either of them signed, but I think a lot of folks out there kind of, kind of get a little bit silly with, you know, kind of the, the overreaction or the stay away, you know, whatever the case may be. So for me – i'll well, oh, go ahead, Dylan.
0: No, I was just going to say I, I think Adrian Peterson's automatically disqualified because of those uh domestic violence issues. uh was it, a couple oh, seasons yeah, ago? Yeah,
2: with with, with, his, with his kid or something. Yeah, he right? was
0: beating the shit out of his kid with a stick. So, I mean, something like that, right? I don't know if – yeah, so I, I guess he's done. But, I mean, I watched Adrian Peterson last season. Dude looked like he was – Forty nine years old, you know what I mean? He the guy was running he in he was running in reverse, difference. bro. Like I mean, I could have probably strapped up the pads and, and probably gained <laughs> gained a few more yards than that dude. Um man. and Jamal Charles, man, you know, he's been uh, he's been having a, a tough time with the injuries, but that, knees, uh... yeah, that also means he doesn't have a lot of miles on him. So again, if one of these dudes, you know, hypothetically was the sign with the Raiders, I'd I'd have to lean on Jamal. And plus, it would just be nice to uh, see that dude rip out the the Chiefs' hearts a couple times a year. You know, uh, me and and, uh, Nick were saying, like, if that dude had two carries and they were both touchdowns against the Chiefs, it would be worth it. Um, Yeah,
1: that's 100% worth it. So, yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, and and I, you know, we've all watched Jamal Charles ruin our lives. So, it would be nice to have that guy uh, maybe on our sideline. But, again i I don't really see uh I don't see either of those guys in a, in a Raiders uniform
1: I think the question is a lot of people are well first a lot of people are are saying why signed you know washed up back above his thirties for either one of these guys when we've got deAndre washington jalen Richard and and we can focus on the draft and and while that is you know true, the thing is the question the Raiders have to ask themselves is, is if either of these guys can put you over the top in a win now window you know is it worth signing them? in a perfect world I would I would love to sign AP um, my dad's side of the family grew up Vikings fan so you know I've always got a soft spot for for that team so you know I'm a, I'm a big Adrian fan myself but a couple things to consider um last year he averaged 1.9 yards per carry I mean he was he was bad and he only played That's three dope. games before getting hurt again and uh and the Vikings were trying to run a little bit more out of shotgun, and he's just not comfortable with it, not good with it. And that's something that, you know, of course, we know the Raiders love to run. Um, so I don't just, I don't see him being a good fit here. Uh, Jamal Charles, though, you know, I, I could see I could see some appeal there. Um, but kind of the same thing. I mean, he's played eight games in the last two seasons. That injury history is starting to, to pile up. Um, he's got, what, two bad knees, right? Didn't he tear an ACL in each knee by now? I think,
2: yeah, I think it was each knee. I think he's had,
1: like, three yeah. ACL tears or something like that. Good it's God, man. So, yeah, I just, both guys, it, it's going to be a pass from me, Um, you know, for, for a multitude of reasons, recent injury history being a, a big factor in that. And then also I just – AP especially, I don't think he's gonna come cheap. Um I think he's a guy that's probably gonna get a two year deal somewhere. Uh, as crazy as that may be for, yeah, for pretty no, good I money. totally agree. And, and Jamal Charles, I would love to sign just for the fact that it would piss Chiefs fans off more than anything. <laughs> that would be mm-hmm. that would be mm-hmm. the one reason why I would I would enjoy that. Shout out Sully Football, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. Whatever happened to uh homeboy Oh fuck man, I'm having a brain fart. Uh our old safety that signed with the Chiefs. Whatever happened to him?
1: Oh Tyvon, Ty yeah, is he out
0: of the league? Is he still is he still playing? I,
1: I, I think he's still there, man. Is he still in Kansas City? Yo, Tyvon was the truth for a couple of years. Yeah, he was. was yeah, man. he was
0: good in Oakland for a bit, but we he's were paying him like now
1: He's bit. he's way too much. He's been with the uh, the Cardinals, I think, last year. Oh, really? Oh, damn. Okay, I didn't even know that. Yeah, are you sure? Yeah. I'm pretty
2: sure. I don't know about he, he that. He was on some team that might have had red uniforms. We're not, you know we're not,
1: not <laughs> the the Cardinals fit the description. Okay, they fit the description. All right,
0: all right. Uh on Mackenzie's list, on McKenzie's to do list, uh signing Derek Carr to a contract extension. Uh what kind of payday can we expect to see for our franchise quarterback? You got some numbers and figures for me, Nick?
1: Whew, it's uh it's going to be a blank check, basically, is is what it's going to be. And then that is perfectly okay. all the money. Yeah, just whatever. Just hand it to him or whatever he wants to write on. there is was fine. I'll start to go fund me. I got some cash in my wallet. But you,
0: you know, the crazy thing is like if you if you said, hey, Derek, take take any amount of money you want to take. A dude would probably be like, you know what? Let me let me just take the bare minimum. You know, I'm you know, I'm a man of God. Let's donate he, the rest, and uh, I want to I wanna take care of my teammates. I don't know why Derek, yo, I'm making Derek Hart sound like that. Yeah, but. why does he sound <laughs> like that? Yeah. I, uh, I,
2: I, for real, though, this this dude, Joel Corey, man, uh, ex-agent, works for CBS and shit like that, he, he tweeted out today. Um, that his thinking is that the baseline, the baseline for for whenever Derek's, you know, got that got that contract coming his way, uh, he he said, I'd call Andrew Luck's twenty four point five nine four million per year with eighty seven million in guarantees, forty seven million fully guaranteed, Derek Carr's starting point. So I think I think whenever Carr does get that check slid his way, uh, it's going to be right around that Andrew Luck type 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 realm
1: yeah i'm thinking i'm hoping for one that it's six years instead of five i want to get that extra year on there and yeah i do think it's going to be right around that 24 million dollar range annually i'm thinking maybe like six years let's call it let's call it 140 million the guarantees and the signing bonuses is really what i'm intrigued by um i think as ryan just said andrew luck got 32 million dollar signing bonus and they say 87 million if it is guaranteed and um just absurd and then I, I want to see if the signing bonus is spread out over a few years or if it's just going to be paid out in year one because that's going to you know be a large factor in determining how much the Raiders have to spend this off season. so it's going to be uh it's going to be a sticker shock once once that uh those numbers start to come out and that that contract gets done
2: yeah well yo car car was on mad dog radio today um, SiriusXM talking to Adam, Adam Shine, Shine, I believe his last Sheen. name is, man. Sheen, is that Sheen? Yeah. I and I so. guess, uh, Sheen had asked him about, you know, the, the pending contract and all that. And he said, that's going to be up. Derek, Derek said, that's going to be up to Reggie McKenzie and my agent. They know how I feel. I'm a raider for life. Yes. Uh, so I imagine that, I'm, I'm, really? I imagine that got the timeline, you know, all, you know, got the pom poms out and shit. So that's, that's definitely dope to hear though.
0: Now, this is something that really hasn't been addressed, uh, maybe a, like at all this off season. I really haven't seen it on the timeline, and I, I apologize in advance, to Derek Carr, because he would hate for me to say this. But Jesus fucking Christ, can we sign a backup <laughs> quarterback? You know what I mean? Because what happened you know. last season? I don't ever. I mean, knock on wood. God forbid. You know, I'm gonna pray every. I'm gonna go back to church this year. But uh, no, I'm not even playing though. <laughs>
1: wearing 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 your Derek Carr jersey. I'm oh, sure. dude!
0: <laughs> God forbid anything like that ever happens again. I don't want to see those two bums that were our backups in a, in a Raiders uniform. Like, it. I yeah, mean,
1: I'm not, g- g- I'm not down.
0: But who who was out there? You know what I mean? Like, who could the Raiders potentially target? are we looking at the draft again? Or what's what's up?
1: I don't even know if there's any. Veteran quarterbacks out there that I think we could pursue. I mean, I I think it's probably going to be Connor Cook's job for better or for worse. Oh god, yes. yes. for worse. Um, so that's that's my take. I, I think that's yeah. what we're rolling with. Probably Agreed. even just two two QBs. I don't even know if we're going to roster three, three QBs.
0: Nah, let's just you know what, let's just ride the wave with Derek. We only need one QB. Yeah. <laughs> so Send let's him go. out there. Let's I'm go. more comfortable
1: sending Derek Carr out there in crutches than I am Dude. Connor Cook.
0: <laughs> Dude, that was so bad. That was so bad, bro. All right, let's Let's move on. Uh, another question from Twitter. A friend of the podcast, James, Raiders reporter, Uh-oh. asks if the Raiders will sign every free agent uh <laughs> and still have enough money to re sign Carr, Mac,
2: guy,
0: plus buy dinner for Mark at PF Chang's. <laughs> I I sense a little a little sarcasm from, from James, but Nick, what do you got?
1: You know what, that's that's funny. That's kind of a joke I think that him and I have gone back and forth about. Like you, you scan Raiders Twitter for five minutes, you know, someone will will hit up Google, they'll see that the Raiders got like forty something million in cap space and then without even thinking they they just go out there and they tweet, Oh, the Raiders got forty million, we're gonna sign Tony Jefferson, Dante Hightower, AJ Boy, <laughs> Dante Dante Harry Poe, Deshaun Jackson, and still have money to spare. Um, so that's kind of just a running joke that that we've got, but unfortunately, we are going to sign all of those players, and what's going to happen is to answer James's question, it's going to eat into Mark Davis's PF James budget, and he's going to have to settle for uh, settle for Hooters instead, which which I don't think he'll have a problem with. Bro,
0: Hooters <laughs> is trash, man. Hooters is so that's- trash.
1: That's Mark's favorite place. I haven't been to Hooters since like the 2012 National Championship game, college football. It was just so awful. Yeah, I went
0: went, uh, three or four years ago in San Jose. And it was a high school reunion. Like, all the girls that went to high school were working there, dude. It was <laughs> so <laughs> bad. It was, and it it's just super uh, awkward. Like, you're at the table, and like, homegirl's like, oh, hey, Dylan, how you been? And she's like, hula hooping while she's pouring beers. I'm like, oh my God. Bro, dude. Tell
2: me you got the free <laughs> wing plug, though. You gotta get the free
0: wing plug or something. Oh, yeah, I got the free go. wings, dog. I got the free wings. If <laughs> you know what go. I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> all <laughs> right. Let's talk about my boy, Gabe Jackson. Uh, probably be extended this offseason as well. I'm thinking, Ryan, what kind of deal do you think he commands? And when do you think it gets done? I don't know, man. You
2: got to the, the, the weirdest shit about, about the guard market, man, is is what, um, is what our own KO did to it last year. And then uh, my dude in Kansas City, I don't even know. I don't even know this dude was in the league. Don't even know how to say his name. Apparently, he's like a doctor to be, but he just got he just got paid Buku Bucks uh, down in Kansas City. I believe it's their right guard. Uh, I mean, y'all can do the Google right now. I, I don't even know how to say his name, but the the I bring him up because the guard market um, is is about to be re- reset again. Because there's there's a couple free free agent guards out there. I believe T.J. Langs at the top of the list. Um, but it, uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see because the, these guys are going to keep getting paid. Um, you know, Ko's 11 million last year was a ton of money, and I imagine it's only going to go up a couple a couple million off of that. So, uh, Gabe, man, uh, look looked a little bit rough transitioning last year, but definitely finished strong, and 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 is absolutely as valuable to this team as you know. Shit, man, even even a guy like you know Derek Carr, Cooper, whatever, he's absolutely a part of that young core um so I'm not not sure what the numbers
1: look like but he's he's definitely gonna get his so to uh, to add to what to what Ryan said when I saw that that deal come out I mean I knew who he was I thought he was just kind of a you know quality player for that offensive line I didn't know that he was a five years 42 million dollars kind of player uh um, yeah I don't know it's a it's a fake name you know, it's, it's gotta be a fake name. So up to it's <laughs> know, still up to still up to, up, up to debate. Uh but before that, you know, before that deal was signed, I was thinking Gabe might get maybe eight million a year, like four years, thirty two million, or four years, thirty million, something like that. Put something that puts him, you know, maybe in the top six, top seven of guards. And now that that's that been happened, um, you know, Gabe's gonna see that and Gabe probably saw that deal and was like, Who is that?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh texted his agent. So I could see $9 million a year probably for Gabe. Um, you know, four years, five years, $42 million, something right around that same exact deal that, that homeboy got. So we'll have to see what happens.
0: All right, Twitter question time. Captain Kirk 313 asks... If there's a doomsday scenario where, where Khalil Mack doesn't get a new contract, God damn it, Captain, why would you even ask some? Sh-
1: I gotta skip this question. <laughs> man. You know
0: what? You know Captain that's a that's a here, that's a trash question. Under <laughs> the what's, Here's what's- the, dooms-
1: <laughs> the doomsday scenario is if an asteroid hits the Earth. And we all die before Khalil Mack can get signed I to a contract there's, extension. I mean, there's real... be
2: some weird, like, fax machine-type situation over oh, in Denver a, handful a ago, man. Right? <laughs> yeah. God, like, what the hell? Oh, no, that dude, was so yeah. funny. Yo,
0: I forgot about that. How is
2: Khalil not going to get that money here, man? Dude, I, mean,
0: I would... <laughs> I'm I'm telling you, man. There's a there's a bigger chance of us getting nuked by Russia than there. Like that's really the only way that that Khalil Something would have
2: to go. Ter- and even I mean, I, to, to be serious, bro, the only shit that could happen to be completely serious is if he, for whatever reason, God forbid, got involved in some sort of again some sort of domestic violence type dispute or whatever. Nah, like that. not my boy only, Khalil. Nah, I, absolutely not Khalil. But I'm thinking like that is really <clears> the <throat> only way I can see this team cutting like, bait with this. Like
1: dude, if he some shit like that. if he was at an Allen Smith house party.
0: Yeah, the, hey, hey, if he was party without hey, bro. Some hey, shit. hey, hey, the, the only girls Cleo Mack is beating up is that Denver Broncos offensive line. Write it down.
1: All
0: right, oh, the uh, the Raiders currently have 43 million in cap room, uh, but a lot can happen to lower that amount. Nick, headed into free agency, how much money do you think Raiders ha- uh, will have available?
1: Yeah, so that's kind of what I was getting at earlier when when people will will see that cap number and just off the jump think that the Raiders got all this spending money. But, you know, when you break it down and start adding things, you know, to that or or subtracting, I should say, um, you know, it doesn't leave a whole lot. Uh, A lot of it depends on on a Derek Carr signing bonus and Gabe Jackson uh, if he gets extended and and how much of that affects the cap year one but just to make it you know an even number let's say both those guys get extended and 20 million comes off the books in terms of signing bonuses that gets paid out right away we've got 23 million dollars left now Um, we've got 18 free agents let's say they bring back 10 of those dudes Um, most of those are, are low dollar contracts so let's say 1 million per player that's another 10 million so we're down to 13 million. Draft is going to take up five or six million. So we're already down to like seven or eight million to spend. Um, a couple of things could happen. I mean, Dan Williams gets cut. Reggie Nelson gets cut. Sean Smith gets restructured. Um, the Raiders get a little bit of of break in terms of Carr and Gabe Jackson's uh, signing bonuses being spread out a little more. You know, maybe they can end up with 20 or so million if if all those things happen. Uh, but it, it's really not going to be like it was last off season, where the Raiders signed you know three of the four of the top ten free agents. You know nothing like that. I think is going to happen. And plus, gotta say for Khalil Mack next offseason. I mean, no doomsday scenario. That dude's going to get paid. So <laughs> n- not 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 a lot of spending money. I I don't, I don't really see happening.
0: All right, one more. Actually, a couple more Twitter questions here. T H uh, S Luke wants to know who Oakland's biggest free agent signing will be.
2: Oof, uh, shit. I mean, there's, again, I I completely agree with, with what, what Nick's saying. Obviously, we're not going to see, um, you know, a 2016-type offseason splurge. It's just not realistic. Uh, rarely do teams splurge like that, and rarely do teams go back-to-back uh, on, on, on that kind of spending spree. But um, if I had to pick one... Uh, "Quote unquote big name or one big free agent signing." Um, I, I think I think Mackenzie tries to make another run at Tony uh, T- Tony Jefferson, the safety. Uh, you know the the Arizona safety, uh, Arizona Cardinal uh, safety. Um, again, very interested in him last off season. Um, uh, you know Cardinals were wise to to bring him back, and he absolutely balled out and um and absolutely work towards whatever payday is coming at him so i think he's definitely gonna get paid um i i hope it's i hope it's in oakland uh, but to, to nick's point uh, the money is going to be a bit a bit tighter this offseason so but if i had to pick one big name that's somewhat realistic that's my guy right there
0: all right uh, another similar question from twitter uh at mark lebianski asks who the top three potential free agent signings will be nick
1: um yeah, that's tough I mean I would love to say Tony Jefferson just to kind of echo what, what Ryan just said I'm not sure how realistic that's going to be if if the writers can make some moves to to free up some cap space to make that happen either him or Donta Hightower if they do spend money to on one guy that's going to be eight million per year or more you know I would love for it to be either of those two but um you know erring on the on the side of of conservativeness here i think probably zach brown comes to mind a linebacker definitely a guy that that should have been locked up last year um had a great season in 2016 i would love to bring him on board uh bradley mcdougall the buck safety he's just 26 he was a guy that was undrafted a few years ago had a strong season kind of a low-key name not a lot of people were talking about and and maybe someone like uh, Kayvon Webster maybe Broncos third cornerback or fourth cornerback just to you know maybe there are some guys out there that are 25 26 years old uh, not really all that highly regarded but can come here and and be probably quality starters and, and hopefully develop into into more in that i think you know in in that range is probably the the guys that will be will be signing this off season.
0: All right, let's give the people what they want. Uh let's wrap this episode up with a little bit of draft talk. Uh Ryan, run through some names that you've been keeping an eye on. Ooh, um first first
2: round, first round, 24 overall. Um, I got a list of about you know, a lot of people talk about, oh man, 24, we're not used to picking there. You know, what are we gonna do? There's a lot of a lot of question marks, a lot of a lot of holes to fill. I don't think there's gonna be talent there. Man, I got a list of about, you know, a dozen, maybe a few more uh, players that I would I would be very happy with. At give me at give me five overall. I'm gonna give you five real quick. I like um, talked about him a lot. I think I talked about him last time we recorded. too. Buddha Baker, Boom. free safety out, of, out out of Washington. That's my boy, Malik McDowell, uh, defensive line, Michigan State kid, uh, Jaleel Johnson, more defensive lineman. A uh, couple cornerbacks I really like, uh, Jalen. Tease Tabor, Florida kid. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. Sidney Jones going back to Washington. And my favorite, my favorite option at 24 overall, man, Christian McCaffrey.
1: V. V running back. Really,
2: That's the kid right there, man. I'm telling you guys right now. Y'all know how I was with Ezekiel Elliott last year. I'm not going to be Ezekiel Elliott hype. But man, I love this kid, and I'm, I'm gonna talk about him the rest of the off season. Every time we fucking pod, I'm gonna talk about Christian McCaffrey,
0: bro. Christian Christian McCaffrey ruined my life a couple of times in the past couple of years because I'm I'm a USC guy, USC and Arizona State guy. Man, he I would love to see him in black and silver. You said you said his name and I look like the Antonio Banderas meme where he's sitting at his computer just smiling. That was me right now.
1: Yeah, McCaffrey's a guy too that I'm definitely intrigued by, especially if he's there at twenty four. He would be he would be hard to pass on I I would say. Um I'm gonna be actually writing about him uh, pretty soon here uh, for for JBB. I think as soon as the combine wraps up, uh, that way I can plug in plug in those measurables and stuff. But I'll have a full, pretty full film thing on him. Um, just to add a couple other names, um, or maybe not even add too many names. A couple of those same ones I I agree with uh, Malik McDowell, Sidney Jones, are two that I'm I'm quite high on. Caleb uh, Brantley, the defensive tackle over at Florida, yeah, yeah. is is definitely a, another one. Um, Marlon Humphrey from uh, from Bama is another one that I would like to see. He's someone that can play either cornerback or safety, so maybe just add in add in those couple of names to the mix at twenty four. Um, you know, that little short list, something like that. I mean, it's it's a deep class. This class is is ridiculously loaded it's, at, it's, the, at the back really end pretty. here. So yep. there's probably uh, come draft day, I wouldn't be surprised if you know twenty four is available. I'm looking at the best available board. If there's seven, eight, nine players that I'd be like. If they get picked, I'd be like, that was a good pick. I'm cool with it, you know? So hard to complain right right now.
0: Before I get to this next Twitter question, uh, Ryan, I know you're keeping tabs on the mock drafts. Uh, Give me like a couple of trends that you've been seeing for the Raiders at 24 and possibly the second round.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, it's been—it's been. I mean, I was going back. You know, I I have mock drafts that were going back even before the the off season started. But you know, as we get closer to obviously the combine this week, the draft coming up. You know, uh, a lot of the the, the, the notable draft, you know, analysts are kind of, you know, you know, kind of closing on, 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 on their, on their picks. So I think we started off initially, it was a cross between uh, a lot of running backs for Oakland, uh, a, a linebacker of, of the week essentially for Oakland. And then obviously cornerbacks now, as again, as the combine approaches and stuff like that, uh, I've seen a lot more cornerbacks, you know, it's, 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 it's the same names that we kind of discuss. It's Sydney Jones, Tabor, Um, you know, those, it's kind of the, it's kind of whoever's kind of fallen to 24. Um, and I, I, we've seen a lot of talk about, um, you know, this kid, uh, Hassan Reddick from, from Temple. Um, he's been a name that's, that's popped up a lot for, for, for the Raiders, a kid that has played with his hand in the dirt, but probably is more suited just for a traditional, you know, outside linebacker type, type, type role. Um, so I think between, between a player like him, um reddick at a temple and then probably cornerbacks is probably going to be the 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 names that you're going to see plugged into 24 more and more
0: all right one more question from twitter mr tavor 87 uh wants to know the possibility of reggie mckenzie flipping the 24th pick for additional picks uh nick what do you got
1: so that that sounds great in theory and i think that would definitely be an ideal situation considering you know the depth of the class, like we just talked about. You know if, if they could fall back six, seven picks, or maybe even very early into the second round, which I don't think would happen, uh, but maybe at the very end of the first round, can still get a quality player and you know add another. You know maybe round three pick or something like that. But <clears throat> at the same time, you know all these teams are going to know that this class is deep, and I think everyone's going to be more than you know content to just sit and wait for them to, you know, get to uh, to go on the clock and and not. Feel the the need to jump up and go get that one player that's available. Um, so I I don't see any any trade happening. All
0: right. Uh, the inverse of that. If there's a certain player that falls out of the top ten, uh, is there anyone that you would want Reggie McKenzie to trade up to get Ryan? Who do you got? I think
2: I imagine ninety eight percent of of Raiders Twitter is probably going to be jumping and screaming for Ruben Foster uh, and for the most part rightfully so phenomenal player um for me as good as he is um it kind of goes back to what Nick was saying earlier I mean this class man um is really really good um maybe maybe not so strong at the at the the linebacker position which makes you maybe would want to make you jump up for a player like 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 Ruben Foster but for me man I'm perfectly content staying staying put at 24 and just letting letting the board fall however it may um if i had to pick a name uh that fell out of the top 10 that i jumped before if i i guess it would be you know rube um uh, but again uh there's really no one that i'm i'm really you know willing to to to, to risk a, a
1: one and a future one wherever the case may be on
0: nick you got anybody that uh that you'd like to slip out of the top 10 there
1: i really just want to probably give a, a plug to uh to jbb's own friend of the podcast guy we've had on in the past uh, mr ted newin at raiders analysis he is today he's all the board i know trading up for reuben foster if let's say he falls out of the top 10 or top 12 something like that um he's he's very very high on reuben foster uh, myself I, I wouldn't give up you know uh, a future one or a future two for uh, for a guy that doesn't play a premium position like that um you know as much as i love reuben um you know, maybe one other name to consider would be Marshawn Lattimore, who I think is probably a top three player in the class. If he has a Laramie Tunsil incident, falls falls out of the top ten or whatever. You know, maybe but Tunsil, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I would say I would say no. Uh, no no trade up, no trade down. Let's sit sit pretty at twenty four and uh see what happens.
0: All right, we've uh, talked a little bit about Latavius Murray's potential replacements. Uh, are there any late round gems that you see at the running back position, Ryan? Man, the
2: draft, the the the, the class is stocked in general, man. Running backs, especially. Uh, I recently profiled one of one of my favorite, you know. For me, a, for me, a player, I'm probably taking late two, early three, but I can maybe see him slip in depending how he tests to, you know, that late three, four, four, four round range uh, kid, Jamal Williams out of, out of BYU. Uh, people comparing him to, to, to Latavius Murray. I don't think he's that kind of athlete, uh, but he certainly runs a hell of a lot better, uh, a lot more, um, you know, a lot more, you know, useful in the, in, in, in the open field. Really, really good feet. Um, a personal favorite of mine, who I'm really high on, uh, that I would take early, but I don't think he's gonna go early. Uh, Samaje P. Ryan, I can imagine. I think he'll go around that same range, that three to fourth round range. Um, I also wrote up Alvin Alvin Kamara, who again is a is a first round type player for me. Uh, I know the league. He's, he's kind of polarizing. I think a lot of people are either super high on him like I am, or he's just kind of a change of pace guy and probably is going to go again around that fourth fourth round range or so. So if he slips those out of those out of those three names, I'd be perfectly content with any of them. There's also, you know, Kareem Hunt out of, out of, out of Toledo, uh, who I know everyone's kind of buzzing about and, and rightfully so. So tons. Tons of options for for Oakland in, in that regard.
1: Yeah, Cream Hunt is a, is a guy I really like a lot, but I think he's going to be probably too early for McKenzie's uh, taste with running backs. I and mean, we we've seen Latavius get picked up in the sixth, DeAndre Washington get selected in the fifth. Uh, Jalen Rashard is an undrafted free agent, so I think you know, maybe fifth round or later. That's that's kind of the range that Raiders fans should be focusing on with these running backs and and there's definitely gonna be a few to consider in that range if, you know, most of these names that we just went over or that Ryan went over aren't gonna be available. Still some stum guys out there. Um Marlon Mack out of South Florida, a lot of analysts have him slated, you know, in the fourth or fifth round. Aaron Jones from UTEP. Uh, a lot of people have him slated maybe in the fifth or even the sixth. Yes. So a, a few guys like that, I think are the ones that, that we probably should be focused on as, as Raiders fans. Cause that's probably where Mackenzie's going to end up taking, you know, another back, assuming Latavius does walk.
0: All right, let's do a quick three round mock draft. Uh, each of you has 10 seconds on each round. Nick, you're on the clock.
1: All right, first round. I will go with I'm taking the talent, best talent on the board, Malik McDowell, defensive tackle, Michigan Ooh. State. I think uh, he's maybe has a little bit of off field issues, potentially nothing more. Attitude, I think, um, more attitude related, which could be something that you know is said for Mario redwood jr uh, a couple seasons back so i think if if we get a player of his talent he's immensely talented get him with jethro get him on the right track i think he could be a, a special player so that's where i'm going ryan you're up i can dig it
2: so i'm going i'm going another round one pick or i'm gonna go round, round one. two now round one round one man i'm gonna i, I plugged them earlier man i'm gonna keep talking about him man give me give me christian mccaffrey all day all day all right. long all right
0: all right round two nick go uh round two
1: round two is real tough um i'm gonna hope that that eddie jackson the bama safeties there in round two someone that was a, a five-star blue trip highly regarded a lot of people thought he'd be a first round lock uh when he came to bama dealt with some injuries kind of is being slept on now as a result i definitely think he can he can get back to uh to living up to that potential and uh, and be the safety of the future alongside carl so that's where i'm going
2: Um, I'm, I'm curious to see if, uh, I talked to him again, I talked about him earlier. I'm curious to see if, if a player like Jaleel Johnson slips, uh, to the, to the second round, again, a first round top 20, 25 player for me, but I know a lot of people, again, at the moment seem kind of, seem kind of split on him. So between Jaleel Johnson, um, again, I think Caleb Brantley's gone way before the second. So, um, I think I'm looking if, if Jaleel Johnson's there, absolute no no-brainer for me if not i'm looking best cornerback so if i gotta pick if i gotta pick a real realistic name that's probably there i'm gonna say cordrea tankersley uh cornerback out of clemson so i got my running back that's, I got a, my na- that's a name you like that name man
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right nick round three
1: round three um i'm gonna go I want to grab a linebacker. I mean, we desperately need help there. I think maybe Kendall Beckwith from LSU could be a guy who's one of the better players left on the board. Um, I know I think uh, Ted Raiders analysis was doing some stuff on him uh, last couple of days. Um, you know, maybe someone who can who can solve these these linebacker and these coverage woes. So that's uh, that's where I'm going.
2: Round three. Um I think my favorite round three option. Um, I, I would probably, again, assuming a player like Reggie Nelson walks. Um, I really like the kid, Tedrick Thompson, free safety out of Colorado. Um, I haven't seen enough of him, but I, early on, I, I was really high on him, and then again, I just haven't circled back around on him. But uh, Marcus Williams, safety out of out of out of utah Uh, i'm i'm big on him yeah i think i I think a lot of people are expecting him to to test really well too this this weekend so um for me uh, i would love to go cornerback i i I would even be cool doubling up on a cornerback you know someone like jordan lewis who might slip a little bit due to his size again i probably still probably gone in the second but um i for my official pick i'll go i'll go with i'll go with tedrick tedrick thompson free safety out of out of colorado
0: all right all right those are uh Two pretty solid three round drafts. I would actually go with both of those. they Are pretty nice. Um, I said that we didn't have any more Twitter questions. I lied. We have one more uh, from o- from Omar Mendez ninety four. He wants to know why he cries himself to sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is that it? Is no, that the end of the question? Yeah, that's that's but the question.
0: It's, uh, well, it's, probably it's, because. Probably because he's a Raiders fan. And that'll do it. (laughs) That'll do it. That's it, man. All right, man. Good question. Uh, That'll do it for this week's episode of the Jess Blog Baby podcast. uh follow us along on twitter at just blog baby subscribe mm-hmm. to us on itunes yep stitcher um, stitcher soundcloud soundcloud but and, uh, but not spotify not spotify, Banana, spotify. do spotify. not do not su- subscribe to us on, on spotify,
1: spotify. Yeah, we don't have none of that You will be disappointed. (laughs) Uh, Real quick, I guess, moving forward, um, I think we're going to try to gear back up into the podcast with the combine happening this week, the draft coming up, um, hopefully once per week, maybe occasionally if if schedule's permitting try to sneak in a a second episode per week here and there because we got a lot of guests that we uh that we want to try to have on before the draft and and even immediately following the draft for some analysis i think now's probably a good time to announce maybe our next podcast guest i think next tuesday uh we're gonna have ryan your boy eb Eddie Borsilli from uh, from Sirius XM, one of oh, the more nice. popular guys of Raiders Twitter. He's going to be joining us, I think, on the 7th when we record. And then we're going to have uh, Malik Obi, JBB staff writer Malik as well sometime around then because he's actually going to be at the combine as oh, is shit. eddie That's what's up. so yeah we're going to try to get the scoop from the from those dudes trying to find out you know who, who the raider scouts are talking to and whatnot see what we can get from those guys so yeah a lot to a uh, lot to come in uh in future episodes a lot of draft talk to get to um got to dive in on these rankings and and the deeper rounds and whatnot so stay tuned everybody thanks for so, listening Dylan, That'll no, that'll you know
0: no, no. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. Oh, okay, okay. Just you know I'll what? Just just, just cut it right now. Just cut it right now. Just cut <laughs> it. <laughs> that, All right, folks. Thanks it. for listening. <laughs>